Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness, it's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. Hello and welcome to Vitality Radio. I am your host each and every week. My name is Jared St. Clair. It's good to be with you on another episode of Vitality Radio and the Vitality Radio podcast. I have done something I said I would never do, and I want to share it with you because I'm pretty excited about it, actually. It's not like one of those things that I never thought I should do. It's more like one of those things that I never thought I could do or certainly didn't think I would enjoy doing, and that is a four-letter word called yoga. Yoga. Four years ago, maybe five, for the first time in my life at the spry young age of (laughs) 44-ish, I decided to try a yoga video as part of the P90X program, if you're familiar with the P90X program. Well, his yoga video was not really designed for beginners. I was very much a beginner. One of the things that's really interesting about me, and I share it with my oldest son, is a extreme lack of natural flexibility. <laughs> I'll tell you, I have a hard time reaching down to tie my left shoe I don't know why it is. I've been like that as long as I can remember. I imagine when I was younger, my eight-year-old son, he he can bend all over the place, but I can't do it now, at least not the way that most people can. Sitting Indian style is a real challenge for me. So yoga, when I first tried it, was painful. It was extremely uncomfortable and, frankly, just didn't seem manageable at all. But... Because it's one of those things where I thought, well, I'm not good at this naturally, and flexibility is a real plus for overall health and wellness. Stretching is a real plus for overall health and wellness, and so on. I for sure wanted to figure it out, but I just didn't think I could. So here comes along Amanda Cotter. Amanda is a new person at Vitality Nutrition, and she does a few things with us. She teaches yoga classes, (laughs) and the first two were this week. In fact, the uh, last one that I did was just last night, or the second one that I did, I should say. There's two per week. They're every Monday and Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. at Vitality Nutrition. And so far, anyway, it's a class full of beginners. There's just a few of us so far, and we're hoping to build it up. We don't have a lot of space in the room. We probably can only handle about 10 people, which I love because you get a little more one-on-one attention, and it's really, really cool. Now, Amanda's doing a bunch of other stuff. I talked about it last week a little bit as well with us, but the big thing, or the first thing, I guess, that I want to focus on today is this yoga thing because I think there's sort of two parts to this story And I will continue to share a little bit of my journey with you. But the first part of the story is you can indeed teach an old dog that is inflexible new tricks. And I have learned some. And I think, actually, I did better than I thought. I Well, I know I did better than I thought I would or could. I certainly can't do the poses that Amanda and Jen can do. Jen is kind of assisting in the class right now. But I did better than I thought I could do. And that's really what it's all about, right? And self-improvement. I'm not trying to compare myself to people who have been doing this for a long, long time. But also the power of yoga. I've heard so many times and I have had no reason to disbelieve it. I just haven't experienced it, that yoga is far more than just stretching and making seemingly impossible pretzel shapes with your body. It is also a bit of an emotional journey. And during my first session, towards the very end, we got into, well, really at the very end, we got into kind of a meditative thing. And laying there on my yoga mat, 
I had a emotional time. It was really, really interesting. And a lot of stuff kind of flashed through my mind, which is not optimal <laughs> when you're trying to meditate, but that is kind of how my mind works. I was able to find my center and clear my head of some of that stuff, but the emotional release was real and it was powerful and I loved it. It was really, really cool. The second session, I didn't have the same occurrence, I guess, with the emotional release. I imagine it happens from time to time, depending on what's going on. But I was able to get into a deeper state of a meditative uh, feeling. And that has always been a challenge for me, too. And something I've talked about on Vitality Radio on multiple occasions, that getting into a meditative state is powerful. The research is just absolutely undeniable. But it's not been something that I've found easy to do in my life either with my crazy brain that bounces all over the place. And I will tell you, as I have focused on this yoga practice for two whole hours now, I have found something that I have been looking for for a long time, and I'm so excited about it. So if you, like me, are not a yogi, Maybe you've tried it and haven't stuck to it, or you've done it in the past and got away from it for years, or you've never done it like me, I would highly encourage you to check this out. Now, I'd love for you to do it at Vitality, but if not at Vitality, uh, going to yoga classes with someone who is good at it would be an absolute suggestion for overall wellness. I find that the stretching, the breathing, the meditating, the whole journey through it is really, really cool. And the way that Amanda does it, where she adds in some Tai Chi and some Qigong and some meditation on top of the yoga is just awesome. It really, really is. I love it. I've enjoyed it so much. I didn't think I would be looking forward to the next one, but I am. And I would love for you to join me if you'd like. We do them on Monday and Wednesday night. Like I say, we have limited availability, but we will add more classes if needed. Although we're trying to figure out when we'll add those as far as availability for Amanda to start. And then Jen at some point is going to start teaching classes as well. But Monday and Wednesday night are set up there at 730 at Vitality Nutrition. And some people mentioned that I didn't mention the price before. So your first class is five bucks just to test it out. We'd love to have you. After the $5 class, there are punch cards. You can do five classes for 50 bucks or 11 classes for 100 bucks. So you get that extra class for free, essentially. And what I would love to have you understand, and this was my idea, and I think it is, is very valuable in the yoga practice, is more education than what you get at a typical yoga studio, I believe, at least based on what I've seen. We run these for about an hour and 15 minutes instead of an hour. And during that time, you're educated on other aspects of relaxation, stress relief, meditation, chakra clearing, energetic healing, herbs, homeopathy, vitamins, minerals, wellness, hydration, you name it. There will be so many different topics, and you'll be able to learn yoga while you're actually getting an education on some other aspect of health and wellness at the same time. Amanda is a master herbalist. She is a training homeopath and has just a ton of experience in health and wellness. One of the most dedicated individuals I've ever met when it comes to her health and wellness and sharing her knowledge with others in a really easy to understand and accessible way. So love to have you join us if you'd like. I am loving it. And whether you come or not, I'm going to keep doing it because I am having a blast learning how to do this yoga thing. And at some point soon, I hope to be able to tie my left shoe more effectively and with more ease. So call us if you have questions, 801-292-6662. Now, Mother's Day. Mother's Day is right around the corner. And with that being the case, of course... There are lots of people kind of running around trying to figure things out, and some of you are thinking, oh my gosh, Mother's Day is tomorrow. Holy smokes. You know, it's different for everybody, right? But I'm going to have a little talk about Mother's Day in a different way than I ever have before, and I really think it might be of benefit to a lot of you listening today. I certainly hope so. 
Before I get into that, I want to mention one more thing. Of course, Vitality Radio is brought to you by Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful. 801-292-6662 is our phone number. We are doing more and more with one-on-one personal nutrition consultation. That's another thing that I brought Amanda on board to do through what is called biofeedback or bioenergetic scanning. It is powerful stuff. We had two amazing clients in on Wednesday that we spent significant amount of time with working through some of their health challenges in a natural way. And I'll tell you, the more I do it, the more I love it and the better results that I get from my clients. I've just been so happy to do it. And this year, my schedule has been so busy with it that I've decided to enlist Amanda to help out and she will start seeing clients next week for the first time. And so we'd love to have you involved if you are perplexed about some health stuff going on. It really doesn't matter what the category of concern is. Of course, we're not doctors, so we can't diagnose and prescribe, but we certainly can make recommendations on nutrition and lifestyle and supplements and things like that that can help you achieve optimal health. We would love to help you with that. Give us a call, 801-292-6662. Now, Mother's Day, let's talk about this. Flowers for your mother, a card for your mother, chocolates Maybe you are a mother, but if you aren't a mother, you certainly have a mother. And there's all these different things that people think about. And one of the things that happens with Mother's Day, a lot of the time, I think it boils down to, well, what kind of gift am I going to get for my mom? And the same thing happens with fathers. And that's not what I'm going to talk about. I don't even care about that aspect of it. I had something occur this week that really shifted my focus on what I felt like I should talk about on Vitality Radio today. And Vitality Radio will be in two parts today. I'm going to talk about Mother's Day in, like I say, a different way than I think you've heard it talked about before. But also, I'm going to talk about the brain. We're digging really deep into the brain here on Vitality Radio as I continue to improve my mental health and my mental strength, I'll say, and improving my brain function, we're going to dig into that with a new form of magnesium that has some excellent clinical trials that have been done on it called magnesium 3 and 8. That's going to be the second part of the show. And if you're concerned about brain health, you need to hear this. It's going to be really, really great. I'm excited to share it with you. But let me just tell you the story of kind of how I came to this decision to talk about Mother's Day in this way today. I have been Digging deep on this to try to get as close to a true understanding from a man's perspective as possible, and this is going to get a little bit personal, my hope is that it touches something inside of you that helps you either gain more balance in your parenthood or your childhood, even if you're an adult. Regardless of your age, we all have a mom, and so this show is for everyone. I got married for my first time in 1994. It took a few years for us to have our first child, who ended up being a beautiful, perfect baby girl. And then along came our son a couple of years later. My wife at the time had a very challenging relationship with motherhood because she had three mothers uh, during her childhood. And there's a long backstory there, but trust me, none of it is very fun. And she really, really struggled with that aspect of her life. And... I remember that she used to always say, as Mother's Day was approaching, that she hated Mother's Day. Now, up to that point, I don't think I'd ever heard that from a mom. Not that I'd talked to dozens of moms about Mother's Day, but it was kind of shocking to me the first time she told me that. Interestingly enough, I had hoped and frankly anticipated that she would become more excited and energized about Mother's Day when she became a mother herself. But it didn't seem to help. In fact, in many ways, I felt like it made it worse. By the time my daughter was eight years old, I ended up being a single full-time dad to my two children. I was single for only about a year and a half and then got remarried to a woman who also seemed to struggle with Mother's Day. This led me to wonder if a lot of women had at least mixed emotions when it came to Mother's Day. Well, Earlier this week, I was talking to a dear friend of mine who, as far as I could tell, 
has a wonderful relationship with her adult children, but I didn't know anything about, you know, her childhood or upbringing, really. And she told me that she hates Mother's Day. And that shocked me. So I asked why, and her answer made sense. Well, her mother left her at a very young age. Having seen my kids battle after something similar happened in their lives, I recognized all too well how intense those emotions are and the challenges that they can present. This led me to a deeper dive on the topic, which led me to an idea for this episode. I did an online search for why do moms hate Mother's Day? And I got a huge list of articles to read through. And part of the reason I decided to search that is because in the past, pretty much every Mother's Day episode of Vitality Radio, the Saturday before Mother's Day, I have dedicated the show to my mom, talked about my mom and how amazing she is. And then I realized as I was talking to this friend earlier this week that maybe that is even a little bit of a turnoff for some people. While I recognize (laughs) that a lot of what I say on Vitality Radio can be a turnoff to some people, and I'm okay with that, I do want to be more sensitive about this topic because we're talking about mothers. And to me, anyway, that's a big deal. And so I did this search. Why do moms hate Mother's Day? And I thought there might be one or two primary sentiments based on just my experience with the people that I was close to who don't like this particular holiday. But I was wrong. There was a lot more than that. The first thing that I saw a lot of was it's too commercialized and just designed to sell gifts. Second, I have a bad relationship or no relationship with my mom, or I have a bad relationship or no relationship with my kids, and I am a mom. I don't feel like one day a year should celebrate mothers. It doesn't make up for all the sacrifices I have made for my children, one article said. And then I lost my mother to illness or accident, and it hurts when Mother's Day rolls around. And of course, those of you familiar with my life, as much as I share on Vitality Radio anyway, know that I lost my mother a couple of years ago. And Mother's Day is different now than it was then for sure in terms of how I feel, no doubt about it. Or what about a mom who's lost a child due to illness or accident or whatever? Well, yeah. That brings some sting to it, I'm sure. Thank goodness I have never found myself in that position. And of course, there are more reasons than just those ones, but those were the primary ones that I found the most. This got me thinking a lot about motherhood and to a lesser extent about fatherhood or just parenthood in general. You may know that I am a twice-divorced man who is currently unmarried. I have four biological kids two with each of my wives, and two amazing kids from my second marriage that were hers. I adore children. I can't get enough of them. When I was a single full-time dad for a couple of years, a few dear friends recognized that I was playing the role of both mother and father to the best of my ability, and they wished me a happy Mother's Day when Mother's Day rolled around. I thought that was a sweet gesture, and I was very grateful for that. They did stop short of sending me chocolates or making me dinner, though, which I thought was short-sighted and selfish. (laughs) Just kidding. But uh, really, I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool that they would think of me on Mother's Day and say, hey, hang in there. You're doing a great job. You know, whatever it was that they were saying. I appreciated it very much. I will say this, though. When I became a single full-time parent, for the first time in my life, I felt the sting of Mother's Day being kind of sad. And it was because I was trying to look at it through the eyes of my children and the challenges they were dealing with. And I never understood it before because, as I said earlier, my mother was amazing and I didn't have any reasons to dislike this day. So for once, I could relate. And that brings me to what I really want to discuss today, perception. So I don't know if what I've stated so far has any real resonance with you or not. For me, I felt differing levels of understanding and some complete lack of understanding with the reasons that these moms that I mentioned online earlier, hate Mother's Day. I assume it might be similar for you. So then here's the thing. Whatever your reason, it isn't going to change, at least probably not going to change. I mean, Mother's Day will still be commercialized. You may still have lost your mother for one reason or another, like me. You may still have lost a child and et cetera. So then what do you do about these emotions that come along each and every year in May. I'm a firm believer in the power that we each have inside of us to control a few things, and just as firm a believer 
that outside of those few things, we have very little control at all. I had no control whatsoever of the decision that my first wife made to leave. She had her reasons and I couldn't stop her. I couldn't stop my mother from dying no matter how hard I tried. Things happen and some of those things frankly just suck. So what can you do? What can you control? We teach something at Vitality Nutrition called Core Wellness and we teach a model called the NAAP model. And I've talked about it a lot. If you want to hear more about it, go to episode 39 of my podcast and check it out. But within that, I learned something called the three powers. And the three powers resonate with me maybe as much as anything I've ever learned in terms of how I live my life. It's truly powerful stuff. So what are the three powers and how do they relate to Mother's Day? The first power is your focus. The second power is your meaning that you place behind that focus. In other words, why would you want to focus on this thing? What does it mean to you? And the third thing would be the attempt that you make to achieve whatever it is that that focus is about. So when I made the decision to leave in my second marriage, which was very, very different than the first time and very, very very difficult and the depth of the whys and the what's don't matter for the purpose of this conversation and of course are quite personal but it was me that pulled the plug and that was extremely challenging and some people listening right now might be thinking well dude that's a bad decision you should have stuck it out and others might understand I don't really know, and frankly, I don't really care. I did what I did, and I believe I did the right thing. But my challenge was, how do I maintain a level of fatherhood that is better than good enough to give my children what they deserve? And that was the focus that I had to have. And the meaning behind that focus was my deep love For my children, who were quite young at the time. They're 8 and 11 now. It's been about four years. So I did a lot of things that were different than what I had done before to focus and deep dive into my fatherhood. And what I found was an unbelievable payoff that I can't describe here on the radio. I I can't describe how I feel about it and do it justice. But my focus with my meaning being what it was, my deep love for my children, my focus became intense on what I could do, not being in the home with them full time, having them basically four days every other week and a night on the opposite weeks and about half of the summer. That's what I have. That is the circumstance. And to a large degree, I brought that circumstance upon myself, which unfortunately, to a large degree, many of the circumstances that we deal with that are challenging in our lives, we do bring upon ourselves, right? Other circumstances are beyond our control completely. And it doesn't really matter because the circumstance is what the circumstance is. And once it's there, we get to deal with it and we get to choose how we get to deal with it. And that's where the focus thing comes in, because with every challenge that comes along, and let's say now that it's Mother's Day, for you, Mother's Day hurts or there's mixed emotions or it just is challenging for whatever reason it is. And if that's the case in your life, what do you do? Because Mother's Day is not going to stop coming. And probably the circumstances surrounding Mother's Day and the emotions that are generated during the Mother's Day buildup and the day of and maybe the aftermath, whatever it is, they aren't going away either. So what can you do? Well, with every challenge that comes into our lives, we get the opportunity to see a threat or an opportunity. 
And to some degree, there may be both. There may be a legitimate threat there. But I believe in every case, there is an opportunity. The threat in my case with my fatherhood when it came to my children was that I wasn't going to have as much access to them and they were going to potentially grow further apart from me, that our connection would be less than it could be. The opportunity was I could dig in deep and become the best dad that I know how to be. And interestingly enough, and frankly, not surprisingly, as I look back on it, but not necessarily how I felt at the time of that stress, that focus based on that meaning and then those attempts that I made using all three of my powers, what I could control, brought me closer to my children than I ever was before when I lived with them full time. And my relationship with my little guy and my little girl is better than I ever imagined it could be. And I believe continues to grow and strengthen in new and different ways with each time that I'm able to talk to them and visit with them and be with them and go camping with them and do all the things that we do. I'm recording this on a Thursday and an hour from now, I'll be leaving to go get them. And tonight I only have them for about five, six hours. And that's okay because we make the most of that five or six hours. And it's always great. I absolutely love it. Every Wednesday night is like Christmas Eve for me now because every Thursday I get my kids. And I'm in a position now where my life is such that I don't have to work when I have my kids. So when I have them for a long weekend, when I have them during the summer, I don't have to go to work, which is amazing. I have wonderful people at Vitality that take care of things while I'm away with my kids that recognize how important it is for me to be able to be a full-time dad when I have them. And so my point in talking about my fatherhood is simply this. Regardless of your circumstance, and I really do mean regardless, I don't care what it is. I met with someone yesterday who lost her little girl at, I think, 19 months old. I have to imagine that Mother's Day is challenging for that young woman. I know her quite well. And yet, I have seen how she has made the loss of her little girl a strength for her, her husband, and her little ones. I could also see very easily her going the opposite direction with that. Hate and anger and fear and unforgiveness, whatever it is, that can develop depending on how we want to focus. Her focus has been on what the life was of her beautiful little girl and helping others who are in similar challenges with their children. And it's been beautiful to watch. Because it really is about that meaning. So what I would challenge you to do if you struggle in this area or if you know someone who struggles in this area, if you're the husband of a wife who doesn't like Mother's Day or the child of a mother who doesn't like Mother's Day or whatever, a friend, or of course, if it's you, help that person in your life that's struggling with that find the meaning that they need so that they can focus on the opportunity that always exists in these challenges. If it's you, I'm going to talk to you. If you are challenged with Mother's Day, or for you fathers out there, if you're challenged with Father's Day, whatever it is, if you're challenged with it, I would ask you to ask some questions of yourself. Get curious within your heart and within your mind. What is it about this day? that really gets to me. When you figure that out, then go deeper, ask more questions, and make sure that you're really at the core, at the root of the problem. Then start asking questions about how that can change, because I promise you that it can.
The circumstance may not be within your control, but the focus on forgiveness, if that needs to happen, on spending more time working on the relationship, if that needs to happen, on loving unconditionally, if that needs to happen, whatever it is, if you find the meaning as to why you don't want to have this negative relationship with Mother's Day or motherhood, you can find peace. You can find hope and you can find joy in the celebration instead of dreading it every single calendar year. If you need help understanding more of what that means and and how to achieve it, it's a practice. It really is. It's something that you need to work at. It doesn't come automatically for most of us. It is something that requires some effort and some education. We would love to help you with that. At Vitality Nutrition and Core Wellness, we can. So if you have questions about that, you'd like to learn more about it, uh, we have seminars, we have workshops. We would love to share it with you. You can call us at 801-292-6662. But I'll leave you with this before I get to the next topic. It is within your power. It is 100% within your power to change your perception and to find joy in the things that you currently find sorrow in. It might seem oversimplified, but it absolutely is true. I believe it with all of my heart. And if you need help figuring it out, we would love to do that, help you out. So thank you so much. I'm going to cut to a quick break. When I come back, I'm going to talk about your brain. I'm going to talk about some amazing stuff, some research that's been done on a very unique form of magnesium that I am starting to take myself because the research is just, it's too compelling. And my family history with Parkinson's and dementia is too strong for me to ignore it. We're going to talk about something called magnesium three and eight. When we come back, I'm Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio. After decades of helping people with their nutritional supplement needs, I have observed something that seems almost universal. People seem to have a lot of products that they have experimented with. Some might have been recommended by a blog or online, others from a magazine article, and yet another by a friend or family member. Information is coming at us at a rapid pace nowadays, and everyone has an opinion. The problem is that there is only one really big wild card in health and nutrition, and that wild card is you. I know you've heard the infomercials, seen the ads, or talked to that neighbor who has that cure-all product that can do it all for your health. The problem is that supplement doesn't exist. What's right for your neighbor isn't always right for you. At Vitality Nutrition, we've been asking the right questions for years. What I mean by this is, we don't just sell supplements, we consult with our clients and ask them the key questions needed to make sure we match the right supplement to the right person. If you feel better about a team approach to your health, give us a call and one of our well-educated Vitality team members will answer your questions and help you find just what it is that you need to address your health concerns naturally. You can reach us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or drop us an email, info at vitalityradiopod.com. That's info at vitalityradiopod.com. Welcome back to Vitality Radio. I'm your host each and every week. My name is Jared St. Clair. I hope you enjoyed the first half of the show. I hope that the lack of a rant today will be okay with you in an effort to make Mother's Day more enjoyable for all. I did want to mention one quick thing because I've done it. It's tradition now. My most loyal listener of uh, Vitality Radio was always my mother until she passed. I anticipate she may still be listening today. I don't know for sure. But mom, if you are, I love you. I live in the house that I grew up in, and there is a blossoming cherry tree in the backyard. And there are azaleas, and there is a rose bush. And my mother loved flowers. I used to bring her flowers for Mother's Day and for her birthday, and occasionally just because... But what I do now 
is I go out each time that these various plants are blossoming and take pictures, pictures of the flowers, pictures with me with the flowers, pictures of my kids and me with the flowers, whatever it is. Uh, This year, my little guy, eight-year-old Xander, was on my shoulders, and we took a selfie in front of the blossoming cherry tree. It's absolutely beautiful and uh, dedicated our day to my mom and his grandma, who we miss very much. I hope that you all can have a wonderful Mother's Day and that the perspective that I shared can be of benefit for you. Thank you so much for listening to me. I want to talk about the brain now. At Vitality Nutrition, we have been digging in to brain health a lot lately. Next week, in fact, finally, it looks like I'm going to get Dr. Dale Bredesen on my show, the guy who wrote The End of Alzheimer's. And excited to talk to him and ask him about this next thing that I want to talk about, which is magnesium L3 and 8. Magnesium L3 and 8 is a very unique form of magnesium that's able to cross the blood-brain barrier and, as we found in studies, actually enhance the level of magnesium in the cerebral spinal fluid. That is a big deal because other types of magnesium are not able to do that. So far, they've only found one that can, and that is magnesium threonate. As such, I want to share with you a few studies and what is actually being shown with magnesium threonate and share with you, like I always do, if I find something new that I want to take myself, I want to share it with you. And magnesium threonate is on my list. I'm going to start taking it today, actually. So I'm very excited about that. I'll share my results as I see them moving forward. But the magnesium 3 and 8 is interesting because we know, and if you listen to Vitality Radio much at all, you know that magnesium deficiency is rampant in this country. Maybe 85% of us are dealing with it. One thing that is very interesting is that in both Parkinson's and Alzheimer's patients, they've found magnesium deficiency to be a major factor. They don't call it a cause, but it is found to be the case in pretty much everybody dealing with these illnesses, illnesses of the brain, I'll say. And that is a big deal. So then the question is, is just taking magnesium good enough? And the answer, I think, might be no. And for years, I've been recommending magnesium glycinate, which I love. I still think it has massive value for your health. But magnesium 3 and 8 seems to be specific to the brain, although it probably does give you some of the benefits that you might find from magnesium glycinate in the body as well. And optimally, you may end up taking both because you don't need a ton of magnesium 3 and 8 in terms of potency. Looks like 144 milligrams of the actual magnesium itself is all you need. I've found in most cases people benefit from about two to 400 milligrams of magnesium glycinate. So anyway, those are some of the details. And, and if you have questions, you can give us a call at Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. So let's talk about this. In an Australian cohort study of 1,400 elderly people between the ages of 60 and 72 years of developing mild cognitive impairment in men, there was an 86% reduced risk, an 86% reduced risk in men ages 60 to 72 of developing mild cognitive impairment, and that's over 1,400 people. 86% reduced risk is huge. I mean, for me, that may be enough to start taking it just for that number alone. But in a Japanese study, they did almost 1,100 men and women older than 60, and they showed a 74% reduced risk of developing vascular dementia and a 37% reduced risk of developing all-cause dementia. Also, big, big, impressive numbers. These numbers alone in humans may be strong enough for some of you to be interested in this, but let's talk a little bit about how it's done, why it works, what the science is behind it. Subjects were treated with 1.5 to 2 grams of magnesium 3 and 8. Now, I, I mentioned earlier 144 milligrams. It's important to understand that magnesium 3 and 8 is a compound of which only a small percentage is actually magnesium. It is magnesium bonded to the amino acid threonate. And so that's what 
the compound is. So when it says 1.5 to 2 grams, in 2 grams, you're getting 144 milligrams of actual magnesium. So the supplements on the back of the bottles will show you all that, and we can certainly answer your questions at Vitality Nutrition. But I want to make sure I'm as limited confusion as I can provide here when it comes to that. But in these studies, almost all of them were done with a little bit of vitamin D and a little bit of vitamin C. In the case of this particular study that we were just talking about, 200 units of vitamin D and only 30 milligrams of vitamin C. The study ran for 12 weeks. Working memory and capacity to store and process information measured by what they call a digit span test improved by 13.1% at just the six-week point compared to the placebo. 13% increase in working memory and capacity to store and process information. These numbers are so impressive. Long-term potentiation. Now, this is going to get pretty technical. I had to read it about three times myself to make sure I understood it. So I may stop a couple times and restate what I'm trying to get across to you. There is something known as NR2B, which is considered a prime importance in the brain because it confers greater synaptic plasticity, which helps to create and retain memories. Neuroplasticity is a big deal. I've talked about it quite a bit on Vitality Radio over the last several months, and magnesium 3 and 8 seems to actually increase this NR2B, which increases that synaptic plasticity. However, the number of NR2B subunits in the brain have shown to decrease with age in animal studies. So like so many other things, we get a decline of that in the brain as we age or at least animals do, and it's suspected the same is happening in humans. Overexpression of the NR2B subunit, meaning firing it back up again, in transgenic rats and mice enhanced the memory uh, dramatically. So we know NR2B is a big deal. NR2B is also thought to influence what is called memory formation by long-term potentiation. Long-term potentiation is critical, critical component to what they call synaptic efficacy, which is critical to learning and memory. Now, one of the things I love about this, because memory is one of the biggest factors as we age that I think we all become concerned with at some point, you know, walking into a room and not knowing why you're there. I know I came in here for some reason, but I don't know what it is. Not being able to remember where you put your keys, you know, a lot of the simple things. And of course, some more concerning memory issues that go along with things like dementia and Alzheimer's and that kind of thing. But what about learning? I mean, learning is one of the biggest, most powerful things in life. And one of the challenges that a lot of older folks that I've talked to that struggle with memory that they also deal with is an inability to learn new things or hold on to new information. So it's, it's remembering what they've just learned or being able to learn it in the first place. And they're showing that because of this increase in cerebral spinal fluid and this increase in NR2B, that learning improves, not just memory. That, to me, is a big deal as well, because every single week, I'm trying to learn new things to then share with you and help you learn new things. And I want to make sure to be able to continue to do that. Magnesium 3 and 8 upregulated the expression of the NR2B subunit in hypocampal neurons compared to the control group of rats that were treated with the magnesium L3 and 8. So the magnesium L3 and 8 seems to have this big, powerful effect on the NR2B. So the numbers are pretty dramatic in that area. Increased NR2B subunit expression in the hippocampus by 60% and upregulated the activation of something called calcium MK2 by 92%. And that long-term potentiation that I talked about, it increased that by 52%. This increase in the NR2B subunit and the magnitude of the LTP by magnesium 3 and 8 translates into enhanced hippocampus-dependent memory. In this study, spatial working memory, memory regarding one's own environment and spatial orientation were assessed at day zero and day 24. At day zero, the rats in both groups made 30% fewer correct choices, but at day 24, aged rats treated with magnesium 3 and 8 made about 15% more correct choices than untreated rats. So, of course, that one is in 
a rat study, they also found that the, there was a drop-off. Magnesium does have what's called a burn rate. And if they took away the magnesium after 24 days, the benefits went away after a few days. But when they re uh, added it back in after 12 more days, the benefits came right back. So it is something that looks to be needed continually for optimal benefit. Now, this one I loved, and it just goes hand in hand with what I'm going to be talking about with Dr. Bredesen next week, an Alzheimer's study. Epidemiology research has demonstrated that magnesium deficiency is associated with a high incidence of Parkinson's disease and Alzheimer's disease. It is known that systemic administration of magnesium sulfate is not able to elevate the cerebral spinal fluid, magnesium concentration, just like I mentioned at the beginning. So the treatment with magnesium 3 and 8 is associated with an increase in magnesium in the cerebral spinal fluid, which then has also been shown to decrease the dopamine loss that comes along with Parkinson's disease. Now, I'm looking at a picture of my father right now as I'm speaking to you who passed away with Parkinson's after a 10-year struggle. There was no magnesium 3 and 8 back then. And honestly, I don't know if I would have known what to do with it anyway. Most of this research has occurred just in the last five to seven years. But magnesium 3 and 8 appears to have a really powerful impact on both Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and then also other causes of dementia, as we saw. So how do you get magnesium 3 and 8? Well, it's interesting. It comes in tablets and capsules. It's really pretty simple. It's not a one-a-day kind of a thing, unfortunately. It is a big compound. As I mentioned before, optimally, it looks like 2,000 milligrams is what you want. And you do want to make sure you're taking at least a little bit of vitamin C and vitamin D3 when you're taking magnesium 3 and 8. But what I found so encouraging and what I've experienced at Vitality Nutrition, because we've been selling this for several years now, I just haven't done the deep dive. We, there's so much comes across my desk. And I honestly have been putting off researching magnesium 3 and 8 for a while. I finally thought this week I just got to dig in and learn about it. And now I'm all kinds of excited about it. But we have consistently sold it to the same people over and over again who say they absolutely love it and have seen benefit with it for years. But what I'm so encouraged about, as I was starting to say, is that most of the research that I've read that I just presented to you, it only took like four to six weeks to start seeing significant improvement. And in some cases, significant improvement was happening even sooner. So this seems to be something that if you give it a month, you've probably got pretty good odds you're going to see some benefit. If you give it two months, you should see closer to optimal benefit. It looks like in one of the studies anyway, it took 12 weeks to get to optimal benefit. So the benefit improved over a 12-week period and then sort of stabilized at that point. So what you need to know, I think, is pretty simple with magnesium 3 and 8. If you are concerned about brain health, cognition, learning ability, as well as retention and memory. If you're concerned about any of those aspects of brain health, I highly encourage you to look into magnesium 3 and 8. It seems to have no side effects. It does require about either three capsules or two pretty big tablets a day. So you have the option. It, it's about the same price either way. And a 30-day supply is about 40 bucks typically. But what I've done, I've actually worked out a deal with a couple of my manufacturers and we're offering 20% off on magnesium three and eight right now at Vitality. So you're looking at about a dollar a day right now for the magnesium three and eight. And I believe in a month, most people should start seeing benefit. I personally am going to be adding it to my NeuroQ that I've been taking. I am so excited about NeuroQ, and we've had such fantastic feedback on it. But that combination of NeuroQ plus the magnesium 3 and 8, which of course has not been studied, but I am going to ask Dr. Bredesen about, I think has just amazing potential. It's safe. It has plenty of clinical evidence. I just read through seven different studies, and I stopped at seven. There are more. And every study so far that I have seen shows significant improvement in either rats or, better yet, humans, of which some are rats. 
So anyway, magnesium three and eight, it's known as magteen as well. And like I say, if you mention this podcast, we'll give you 20% off at Vitality Nutrition. You just give us a call. We can mail it to you if you need, or obviously we'd love to have you come in. 801-292-6662 is the number. 801-292-6662. Oh, also I will mention there is a large bottle of magnesium three and eight. That's a two month supply. If you want to kind of go all in and really give it a shot. And that one actually comes out to closer to about 80 cents a day instead of a dollar a day. So it's really not too expensive to try. Like I say, it's very safe. You're probably deficient in magnesium anyway. I would highly recommend it. If you have questions, give us a call 801-292-6662. And to wrap up, I'll just mention a couple of more quick things. I will have Dr. Dale Bredesen on next week's show, assuming all goes as planned. It has been confirmed, but you know, you never know. But I uh, should be recording with him next week. He is the writer of The End of Alzheimer's. If you did not hear the episode that I did on uh, Dr. Bredesen and NeuroQ a few months ago, dig back in and look at brain health and prevention of Alzheimer's in Vitality Radio podcast, and you will find it. I can't remember what the number is. Maybe when I start taking my magnesium 3 and 8, I'll be able to keep all these numbers straight. But regardless, the man himself will be on Vitality Radio. I've been tracking him down for about three months. I'm really excited to have him on. The only clinician that I'm aware of who has consistently re reversed Alzheimer's in his patients in his clinic. That is a big deal. You'll want to hear what he has to say. And then the last thing I'll mention again is yoga. I am loving it. I've done two whole classes. Yes, only two. But I figured the two would be the worst the first couple, right? Loved them both. Really learned a lot. Got some great emotional release, uh, some really excellent exercise. I loved it. We're offering it now at Vitality Nutrition, and I would anticipate that if you are a beginner, this might be exactly the place for you because Amanda is just so good at helping you learn how to do it and so understanding of what your whatever limitations you have. Two of my classmates are in their late 70s and are loving it as well. So we'd love to have you. Again, give us a call if you have questions on any of that, 801-292-6662. Thank you so much for listening to me. This is my favorite part of the week outside of hanging with my kids is uh, putting together this show for you. And so I really appreciate that you're willing to listen to it. And uh, please go on, find it as a podcast if you haven't already, and share, share, share. Get the word out to as many people as you can about Vitality Radio. I'm Jared St. Clair, and this has been another episode of Vitality Radio. been listening to the vitality radio podcast enjoy your week in the meantime jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it vitality radio is researched and written by jared st Clair, produced by elizabeth joy windham with very limited help from jared our awesome music is by brian bob young Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Hello everyone, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Vitality Radio. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast has not been evaluated by the FDA. This podcast is provided with the understanding that the information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a medical professional. Thank you.